0: Be sure to get down, good lord, with the two idiots talking sports. Strictly, man, they just play around, cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound. It's Z to AC, DC to Cali, ooh-wee, you can't get them out of your mind, no. They talk about the sports all the time.
1: Welcome to Two Idiots Talking Sports. I am your host, Alex, joined by returning guest, friend of the pod, Big Drew. What up, Big Drew? Yo, yo, Alex. What's up? What's up, world?
0: What's up, Zach? How's your baby? How's uh, everything?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach, we did part one. This was a NBA midseason report that Zach and I did, and he was supposed to do part two, Big Drew, but as he said, he's I got know, a baby. I know
0: I'm second choice, second fiddle. It's all good. You're I'm number happy to be that
1: guy. Number two in the programs, but number one in your hearts. But There you go. Zach had, you know, Zach had baby things come up, said he couldn't make it, and you're a road dog for life, so I knew if I hit you, Hell you would yeah. be there. And
0: I ain't got no babies that I know of, so I'm free all day.
1: The only baby you got is that Pizza's joint.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Uh, All right, so in the first pod, we broke down teams 30 to 15, ending with the Pelicans. We're just doing. We're going up the, the rankings, and we're just the first thing that comes to our mind about each team, and we'll make our way all the way up to the Warriors. Are you ready, big drill? Born ready. All right, coming in at twenty three and twenty one, the Denver Nuggets. Mm. They've been. They came into the season without a point guard, and Millsap. He's been injured for most of the season, but uh, Jamal Murray and uh, Harris have been pretty frisky. I mean, that's basically all I got. I tune in for them and Jokic. I'm in on Jamal Murray. I'm still team Jamal Murray.
0: Yeah, Jamal Murray's good. Gary Harris is balling. Will Barton off the bench has had some sort of explosive night. He had, like, 30 last night. just. Um, no, he, like, comes off and explodes. Wilson Chandler's, like, a pro, you know. Jokic is a beast. Um, I'm not. What's up with Millsap? He's super hurt.
1: He's only played 16 games. He hurt his, his wrist, I think. <sighs> When when he gets healthy and he comes back, I'll be really interested to see if this team can make a second half run. I mean, I don't know. I think they need – we said this in our preview. I feel like they need to kind of go all in a little bit and add a star because –
0: Yeah, I mean, Jokic is not a star, but he is like – he's a great second option. Millsap is also like a great second option. It's like they have, they're, they're a team full of second options, you know, with like an explosive guy off the bench. They definitely need like a go-to guy, which is like, that's great that Will Barton explodes from time to time. But if he's like your go-to score sometimes, that's not a great sign. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're young, they're fun, they're frisky. Like Gary Harris and Jamal Murray are certainly fun. Uh, I hope Moutier sort of gets his shit together. Moutier, Jokic does it. is just fun.
1: Moutier has a string um, of DNPs. Like, he just doesn't play. He's have to. I'll check their their box scores, because the Knicks almost took him, and I'm just curious how he's doing, and he doesn't play. All right, yeah, he needs to get his shit together.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Nuggets are sort of what the Nuggets have been for the last couple of years. Like, they're good, they're frisky. People sort of always talk themselves into the Nuggets, like, ooh, can they make a run? And they sort of are what they are. Um, we'll see when Millsap gets back. I think they could, you know... You know, they'll make the playoffs and lose in the first round, and
1: uh, let's move on. Uh, last thing for them the guy I would like them to trade for is Kemba Walker. As, as, that's fun. As the Hornets are like falling apart and maybe blow it up. If they could keep Harris and Murray, who I'm sure Charlotte would try to get, they have a yeah. ton of young bench guys that like they could do Moutier, Farid, and like Juan Herman Gomez and like a first pick. And that's like four first round players with a pick that they get set, I don't know. I we'll see, but a tra- they need to make a trade. Is that match.
0: based on anything, or that's just a trade you straight made up?
1: Uh, it's not based on anything. It's like rumors I've read online of like NBA nerds on Reddit. No, there's no substantial. But like Denver fans want them to go out and get a mm-hmm. point card.
0: Okay. I like that, yeah. I mean, come to the beast, that, that, that
1: fits into what they do. I like that. Uh, coming in at 23 and 21 as well, the Portland Trailblazers. Portland has had staggered success. Lillard missed a little bit of time. This team is kind of just is what they are. They're, this is another team that I wish I would just take like four of their players and try and turn it into a star. DeAndre Jordan. This is a team I want to go, want to go out and get DeAndre Jordan.
0: Um, one, the fact that you just called DeAndre Jordan a star is terrifying. Yes, um, yes. I would take Nurk, Nurk, Nurkic over DeAndre Jordan. so I don't like that trade at all.
1: It's a little crazy. I, mean,
0: I think Portland's sort of like, yeah, I mean, it's like uh It's like, Groundhog it's like they've been the same team for a couple of years in a row. They have these two beast guards, a couple of mediocre wings, a good center, and they are what they are. Again, they're sort of like the they're like the Nuggets in that they're pretty good, they're a little frisky, they'll win some good regular season games, and they'll lose in the first round with maybe winning a game. Um, and they're just like they sort of hit their ceiling. So I agree with you that it's like – Yes, they got to figure something out whether they're moving Lillard for a different piece or something. But like, clearly they have peaked, and there's nowhere else to really go. And they're kind of fun, but they're not good enough to actually do anything. So I think it's time to switch it
1: up. All right, too much Portland. My only other thought with them is sneaky. Been good this year is Shabazz Napier. Shabazz, sorry. I just, yeah, no, he's
0: involved for sure. But again, it's like it's all guards up there.
1: It's all guards. Like, he, he's a free agent, though. And I'd be a little curious to see what he does because he's played well for them, and, and he's young. And I'd like yeah. to see him go on a team where he could play consistently as point guard. All right, a team I don't expect us to talk a lot about. Uh, the Detroit Pistons, 22-20. and 20. Started really hot and then hit a real rough patch in December. I am... Not a fan. I used to love this team. Now I hate them. And I, don't, I, I just, what do they do? It's too much. Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond is is good, but what does he do? And then is, Tobias Harris is the same player he's been the last three seasons. Avery Bradley is good. They are super aggressive looking at Fournier. Uh, I've read they're like no all percent. out to get Evan Fournier for like Reggie Jackson and Stanley Johnson, which would be interesting. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. I mean, Andre Drummond's a grown-ass man, and he's, like, stepped it up way, way, way up this year. I'm a big Avery Bradley fan. I have watched him in Boston for a bunch of years. Great defender and sort of underrated scorer as well. But, yeah, too much Reggie Jackson, too much Ish Smith. Tobias Harris cannot be your go-to scorer. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much else to say there.
1: They're going to they're gonna make a trade. I, I've read online, and this is actual from, like, Twitter journalists and stuff that... Ooh, Twitter journalists. Like NBA pundits that the Detroit has been one of the most active teams on the phones approaching the deadline. Expect a trade between them and Orlando. It's like the worst-kept okay. secret in the league that Detroit wants Fournier and Orlando is shopping Fournier. It's going to happen.
0: There you go. All right. I mean, he's not the answer, but that might make them slightly better.
1: I don't even know if it will. But it will be a trade that we'll talk about. All right. Now we... Yeah, wait. A much more interesting team. Uh, The Milwaukee Bucks, 23-20. and They have the Greek Freak having a monster year. They traded for Eric Bledsoe about two weeks into the season. Chris Middleton is healthy. Brogdon is a little bit better than last year, and that's their entire team. I think that's a part of the problem. They don't really have a lot of depth, at least scoring-wise. A little kudos to myself. I predict one of my predictions going into the season was that the Greek freak would finish in the top three, or top five in scoring, and he's averaging 28 points a game. So, no, your-
0: he's unbelievable. And Eric Bledsoe is like above average for sure. Chris Middleton is like I think still working himself back into sort of like game shape or whatever. He's getting there, um, but it's true. Their shooting guard position is is not great. Brogdon and Smell like those are not great players and. The fact that John Henson is starting is not great. Um, I still think they should be better than they are. Like having the Greek seek and Eric Letso, I feel like like their record should be better and they should have a positive point differential. Um, so I don't know if they're a team that can make a trade. I, I don't follow the Twitter uh, journalists like you do. What about um,
1: this one has been discussed? John Hansen Henson, Brogdon, <coughs> and another player for DeAndre Jordan. Yes or no? Wait, why do you keep talking to me about DeAndre Jordan? Because the Clippers might trade him. He's like one of the big DeAndre names. DeAndre Jordan is awful. You don't like him in Milwaukee? they like protect him. Uh, the They'd be the longest team in the league. That's not what
0: they need. They need, Howard, like, they need shooters, right? Like The Green Freak and Eric Bledsoe are freaked athletes, and they get to the hole, but they need, they need shooters. They don't need another guy on the court who can't shoot.
1: Ugh, Brogdon shoots 38%. Snell... And Taladovich shoot high, but everyone else on this team can shoot. Literally. What literally. I'm
0: shoot. Like, you want know to talk about it? Kemba Walker would be a great idea if, you're t- if he's on the block. He would be the guy to go get. Even Fournier for them, if you're talking about that. These are like shooters who can play off the ball a little bit.
1: They have three players shooting above league average. Three, I think the league average is 36%. I've read that somewhere. They have three players shooting above 36%.
0: What's Pro up 30. with Jabari? Is he still hurt or he's just like not back in sort of game shape?
1: So they put him in the G League, I thought, recently. That's what I led a week ago. Well, like recuperating from his injury. Yeah. Uh, They recalled him from the G League again. And he hopes to uh, return within two weeks before the All-Star break. So he is nearing. I don't know when the All-Star weekend is. When is All-Star weekend? I have no idea. All-Star. I mean, he'll help. February 16th. So within a month, in two weeks, they're targeting him to come back. He'll help a lot. Yeah. He can't shoot. It really doesn't go with anything we just said, but...
0: No, but he's a scorer. It's like they, I just think they struggle to score sometimes. I know the grief filling it up, but, like, when the game slows down, it's like, it's just like I don't know how they sort of manufacture buckets. They don't have, like, a great... Yeah, they don't have any great shooters. Bledsoe's good, but he's not great. And then the, the grief freak, they just, like, focus everything on him. It's like, he's not a great shooter either. I know he can sort of get wherever he wants, but...
1: I mean the Greek freak's um, like a top five NBA player now, right? Is that fair yeah, to say? A
0: hundred percent.
1: Top five NBA player. I mean, that alone. It's kind of embarrassing. Not it's not embarrassing. It's not a good look for Jason Kidd that they're only twenty. They're twenty-three and twenty. I know the East is better, but like the, with the season the Greek freak is having, they should be more than three games above five hundred. That's just Agreed. my opinion. That's just my opinion. But we'll see. I also heard that. Milwaukee fans hate Jason Kidd. I don't know. I I heard that. From I get, like yeah, Wilson. I've heard rumblings that he's not great either. All right, let's move on. We spent too much time on the Bucks. All right, coming in next. I lost my place. Nope. Twenty-four and twenty. The Indiana Pacers. Uh, I was hammering. I'm sure you didn't even hear it, but I was hammering in our NBA preseason preview that. Victor Oladipo is going to have a huge year and go full FU mode on the league after just getting discarded by OKC, and I nailed it on the head, and that's all I care about this team. All
0: right. I still like Lance Stevenson. He's hilarious. Al Jefferson is super fat, but taking up space on the bench, that's fun to watch. (laughs) Um, And Derek Carlson is sort of mediocre as always. So, Uh, yeah, I, I can't believe they have a winning record, and good for you.
1: Sabonis is tight. I like Sabonis a lot. Uh, the bonus is tight. He's fun to watch. But Victor Oladipo, po- 24 <laughs> points a game. He, they're, he's flirting with being an all star starter, which he won't be, but he'll come off the bench.
0: Yeah, no, he's killing. Very I, impressive.
1: I just nailed that. Oh, my. I was all, oh, over, the man now, all over Oladipo. I was like, you F, F you, He's going to kill oh, it. Shit. Zach just hated on it. And I was like, no, oh, man, I'm telling you, Oladipo's going off. That's enough. I mean, you that's man. all. I, I've been waiting like all podcasts to get to the, the Pacers, just so I could say that. Every other yeah. prediction I made, I think, was wrong, but I hit that one. All right. 24 and 24-20, Oklahoma City Thunder. This team is, like, not fun to watch, even. Like
0: yeah, I mean, it's sort of like worst-case scenario that we talked about in the preseason, that they just, like, can't mesh. And it's like, who's the alpha? Mellow can't sort of fit in well. and They don't play defense. And uh, it it's looks sort like of been worst-case scenario, yeah. There's it, been little stretches of where it works, but overall it is, it's not working.
1: It, it looks like they're not having fun. Like, you watch no, them, and it's like, like Russell Westbrook is not doing what he did. I mean, he's almost averaging a triple-double, but, like, doesn't yeah. seem to be having that same zeal he had last year where I mean, just doing whatever he wanted. Paul George is like, where am I going to play next year? And Carmelo is, yeah. like, trying to figure out not being a superstar. You know who yeah. call, called this on this podcast, aggressively called this? I think it was me. Maybe you. Probably you, too. My dad. When yeah, my dad. You're my dad. Man. My dad was like, when Melo got traded, he's like, OKC is going to be terrible next year. They're not terrible. They'll make the playoffs. I think that. I think they're going to make more noise in the playoffs than they will in the regular season. Yeah, like
0: once it slows down and like it's just like a sort of a talent versus talent game. It's not about the nightly grinds. So like I agree, that could be much much better. Um, but yeah, kudos to your dad. He's the man. Kudos to the you. The Gollum boys making ill predictions.
1: Yeah, kudos to us. <laughs> uh, kudos to us. All right, coming in 25 and 19, Ooh, super up and down. The most unlikable team <laughs> in the whole NBA, Bunch
0: of Bamas, the Washington Wizards!
1: WizKids, 25 19, I think I said that three times. Uh, it's nice having you on and not Zach. Zach, Zach who watches every Wizards game, uh, would just want to talk about Oubre the entire time, who I think is having a great season. I love when they play him in crunch time, and they roll out like Keefe at center. Their centers suck. This team plays up to good teams, and then is barely above five hundred against teams with losing records. Yeah, I I
0: hate the Wizards. I think this team is incredibly unlikable. I think the only unlikable guy on the team is Beal. His game is mean. He shoot, He's smooth. I think he's better. Like off with John Wall. If like if his basketball game was a personality, people would say he's like on the spectrum. Like there's just something a little off about him. Um, Not a fan. Gortat passes prime. See you later. Marquise Morris is just too busy strutting around, mean mugging. Not a gamer. Porter is like the most vanilla, boring swing (laughs) in the league. And yeah, he has good stats, but in games that matter, he is straight doo doo. Ubre is doo-doo, and I hate the Wizards. Whoa. I have nothing. Else all right, to say. all right. Can I, I get you
1: a little bit in check? I first of all, I think Beal's their best player now. That's like my take. I, I think Beal is now better than Wall, and I know Wall was hurt, and I know Wall was like an MVP candidate a year ago. I think Beal's been better this season. Like Beal is better than the Wizards. Two, Ubre is tight, dude. Ubre is tight. He's like 22. He's averaging 12 points a game off the bench. He only plays 27 minutes. He plays good defense. His jumper has gotten considerably better. He's shooting, oh, my God, Otto Porter shooting 43% from three. Ubre shooting 39%. But John Wall shooting 34, like, I'm just over John Wall not shooting. Like, I'm over the fact that he can't shoot. That's my big thing with John Wall. Like, you watch him. Teams still just play off John Wall. It's like you've been in the league. He's a
0: freshman on varsity who's athletic but doesn't know how to harness his speed. It's like – how many times are you gonna run full speed into the paint and like throw a wild pass or throw up a layup and fall down? I I, I hate him. I'm I'm done talking about the Wizards. Let's go to the, let's move to the Heat. I hate them. They stink. Zach this is what you get for not coming on the podcast. They stink.
1: If you could make one trade for them, would you trade? Would I mean? I would can they trade
0: John be- Wall. I would trade John Wall. I think John Wall holds them back. I think Deals a stud. I think if you could trade him for anybody that's like an All Star level, that makes them better. I hate John Wall.
1: John Wald now makes $200 million. Literally, he makes $200 million. Trade him for Buggy, straight up. That's, I want to see him get Buggy, but it's not going to happen. The Pelicans are going to do everything to keep him. And they have no money. They're totally capped out. Yeah. And I'd say trade Otto Porter. Who's going to trade for Otto Porter making $30 million a year? Otto
0: Porter is straight doo-doo. Ugh. He's a he good. Is like a Subway sandwich. It is like he is the worst. He is boring as shit. Ugh, I hate him.
1: I, lo- I actually I'm love I love the Subway sandwich comparison because he is super vanilla. Like, he's so boring. Oh. Where Oubre is the opposite. Oubre is one of the top three guys I want the Knicks to trade for because he's young and he would fit into that, like, we're going to compete in three years. Like, I would trade veterans and, like, a young player for Oubre so we could, like, let him grow in New York and, like, be our starting small forward. That would be tight. All right. Right. You're
0: mental,
1: anyway. All right, let's Miami have, Heat. Miami Heat, 25 and 18, which I feel great about because I was super bullish on this team going in our preseason. I actually predicted they were going to win 50 games, which is crazy, and they're not going to win 50 games because they started so slow. But I was like high on Miami, and they're finally yeah. playing like it. They won yeah. eight to ten. They've been on a tear the last month of the season. Uh, they just are deep. I know they just Deion Waiters just got. Put down for the season with a wrist or ankle injury. Oof. But and they'll get bounced probably in the first round of the playoffs, but they are built for the regular season. They just they're like eight deep of like solid NBA players, which a lot of teams yeah, are. Yeah, they're
0: sort of like like the little mini spurs of the East this season, where it's like none of their players are that good, but like everybody's doing their job. They play like a smart brand of basketball. Um and yeah, I agree, like their record is like impressive talent they have they're somehow doing it so the organizational um, success you
1: know they've got eight players averaging double digits and then the next two guys behind them are Bam Adebayo and Justice Winslow who are like their two young developmental defensive players who don't even need the score they just go up there and strap yeah this team's tight I like this team a lot I think Dion waiters injury hurts them but all the credit in the world to Spolstra yeah Uh, no Who's, who's just an awesome coach. All right. 25 and 18. Nope. 26 and 17. The Cleveland Cavaliers who are in the midst of a massive tailspin. Yeah. Everyone in the country is talking about this team. So I'm not really sure. What... Yeah. I mean, there's not a
0: ton left to say. I think like,
1: yeah, that was my point. Like
0: again, it's like the boy who cried wolf. It's sort of something like this happens with LeBron every year and every year come playoff time. Like, they write the ship, and they're dangerous, and they'll probably still make the finals. And I would, if I was a betting man, I would still say they're going to make the finals. And They still have Kevin Love, LeBron. They have shooters. They have wings. Isaiah's going to only get better. Um, like, Not worried about them. Don't want to waste too much breath on them. They'll probably be in the finals, and that's it.
1: Any thoughts on Tristan Thompson that they want to trade now and they'll they maybe dangle the Brooklyn pick? Is there any player out there that they could actually go out and get or you'd like to see?
0: Uh, I mean, as a Celtics fan, I would not like to see them go get more talent, no. Um,
1: Bay, but I read Ken Bazemore. They <laughs> might go out and get Ken Bazemore, who sucks. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, they almost, like, they have all these wings, but, like, they are sort of lacking. It's like it's a poo-poo platter of wings, like JR, D-Wade, like, all these guys. None of them are actually, like, great if they could get somebody to... Slightly upgrade that
1: position. I kinda um, like I kinda like Crowder, but I agree I agree with you. That's not to uh, disappoint. I watched him in Boston. He's Oh, yeah. it's such a Boston comment of like, oh, he was tight for us and now we trade him and now he sucks. He wasn't even
0: that tight. He was tight for one season for us. The last, last year he was not tight for us. He still looked like Jay Crowder, but he just didn't play like Jay
1: Crowder. Jeff Green plays too many minutes for this team. Jeff, oh, Jeff Green. Jeff Green stinks yeah. and plays 22, yeah. 23 minutes a game. Yeah. I am not is, Le- let's just, is LeBron, you think LeBron's going to stay there, or is he out? I think he'll stay. I think he might actually leave. I think he's going to go to Houston. That's my, I don't think he's going to the Lakers. I think if he leaves, he goes to Houston to play with Chris Paul.
0: And be, then, like, Melo okay.
1: goes there on a cheap deal, and they get rid of, like, Eric Gordon and Ryan Anderson, and they just try and win with those guys. And Harden. Jesus. i would be in I don't know. We'll see. I agree with you. I think they're going to... You think they're going to... Are you worried about them against Boston? I know we haven't even gotten to Boston yet.
0: I think think they would beat the Celtics in the playoffs. I do.
1: Okay. I agree. I think they're still better than... Even though Boston's having this phenomenal season. Yeah. We'll talk about Boston when we get to Boston, because they're having a great year. All right. Let's move on. If you want to hear about Cleveland, listen to any other NBA podcast in the country. That's what we're talking about.
0: We bring you that undercover shit. Yeah. We talk a lot.
1: We talk a lot about... Denver and and Detroit. You could listen to Cleveland with every ESPN one. All right. A likable team, Minnesota Timberwolves, 29 and 17. My thing with them is finally they've unleashed Jimmy Butler. The the beginning of the season, like Jimmy Butler, like, wasn't a part of their – it wasn't not a part of their offense. He was just kind of, like, scoring. He was scoring, like, 14 points a game for the first, like, month of the season.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that was totally by... I think it's, like, he's the new guy on the block, and it's, like, earn your stripes, sort of earn respect, sort of, like, you know, fit in because you're the new guy. And, like, now he's done that, and now he's like, what's up, I'm Jimmy. And they're tight. They're fun. Like, I like Jeff Teague. Um, Like... Carl Anthony Tones, obviously a bad boy. Taj Gibson's super likable. Like they're a fun team to Paul sure. Crawford bombing
1: off the bench. Taj Gibson's like who I would like all my I coach, like all my players to play like. Not like yeah. a powerful. He's just he's he's just a competitor. He's just a hard yeah. ass worker and he's won really everywhere he's ever played because he's just yeah. grit through and through. Well, I he's love a gamer, him. for sure. I love him. And like I think he's Jimmy Butler's awesome, but I think he's Taj Gibson is a big part of a reason why they've been better this year. One
0: hundred percent. Yeah, no, they're I, I, yeah. I root for them most games when I watch, and like they're fun, and I like their new uniforms, and I am rooting for them for sure.
1: Do you see uh, the Clippers offer? There was a rumor going around that the Clippers shot down, but the Clipper the Clippers contacted Minnesota about a Blake Griffin for Carl Anthony Towns straight up swap, which that literally yeah. made me laugh out loud. You uh,
0: see Chris Paul call Blake Griffin a bitch.
1: Yeah, that whole thing. Well, my, we'll get the we're, we're two teams away from Houston. Yeah. I'm like that's already been played out, but whatever. Yeah. Minnesota's fun. I'm excited to see them. I want to see them in the playoffs in a meaningful like second round yeah. series against like yeah, sure. the Spurs, and I think that will be awesome. That's what I'm excited for.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh all right, the Spurs, 29 and 16. Looking great. You already hit on this on the head. They, you know, Kawhi's been hurt most of the year, came back. They just shut him down again. You know they're playing with a bunch of nobodies. Uh, Aldridge looks great again. I love that Pop just openly said that he wanted to get traded, and they basically, I guess, convinced him not to. He like requested a trade that somehow no one found out about. But when Kyrie requested a trade, it was like front page of every yeah. paper in the world. I don't know how that happens, but I don't yeah, know. It's crazy I mean, fun.
0: My, like the good news is that he starting looks like a beast again because he gets the ball without Kawhi. Yeah. And so it's like if he has his confidence back and Kawhi comes back, um, like now all of a sudden they're super dangerous. Like if both of them are clicking in high cylinders, they're super dangerous. Um, my fear is that this is just like the season from hell for Kawhi. It seems like, like he just it's, – if it's not one thing, it's another. And, like, yes, they're great in the regular season and they're well coached and it's organizational success from top to bottom. But if Kawhi is not healthy and running on full steam in the playoffs, like we don't even need to talk about them.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And I, and I worry about their point guard position. Who I like, Murray, and, you know, Parker is Parker, but in the playoffs when you're going against get. But in the
0: playoffs, like, playoff, like Curry, the Wye will basically run the point. He'll basically yeah. do the Harden thing where he brings the ball up and do everything. Yeah, and then it becomes that point guard position becomes sort of a spot-up shooter.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's when you play uh, more Patty Mills. All right, good job, Coach. Uh, yeah. All right, we're, make, we're making good time, which is good. So let's keep moving, pumping through. Uh I lost my place. Oh, Toronto Raptors. I like the Raptors this year. 29 and 13. The two things I love about this team, even though they're basically the same team they've been. One, DeRozan has been awesome this year. And yes. Yeah. He could shoot now. He's shooting threes more than he ever has and he's been successful at it. You know, Lowry and Ibaka have both been good. I actually want to talk about Ibaka, but I love their bench too. They now have this like yeah. young, rejuvenated, fun bench that they never had. And like Van Fleet, DeLon Wright, C.J. Miles is not young, but he comes in and just jacks three. Yeah, and
0: he jacks. He can. He's a, he's a bomber. for Jacob sure.
1: Poitel, like uh, the guy from they got from Indiana, O.G. Ano Yeah, what's his name? I don't know. They're so he was all like at of, one
0: point like a top five NBA prospect and then slipped. So, so he like, blew out his knee and
1: he slipped all the way down. Actually, fun fact: Denver traded the Donovan Mitchell pick to the Jazz to jump back to like twenty three because they were going to take. They wanted OG, and then he went the pick before them for Toronto. Oh jeez! And then Oof, they ended up with tough. like some kid from Syracuse who never plays. Tough luck. Uh, I love their bench because they come in and they're athletic and fun and they run and they're young and they all good play. And then DeRozan's having a monster year. And I actually think Ibaka at this point is maybe underrated because everyone yeah. hates them now. And I think it's that's so fun. bad for two years. I yeah.
0: think you're right. I also just like, I'm going to temper expectations of them because I feel like I've seen this story before where yeah. they're great in the regular yeah. season and
1: they peter out real
0: effing quick in the playoffs. So. Um yeah cautiously optimistic about them like they're good they're fun but like i also think i've seen this story before
1: i feel great about them though as the third best team in the east which is probably what everyone thought but going into the season be like well is washington going to be there or miami or whoever but i they're good i agree with you though this is probably the same story we've seen a million years uh houston 30 and 12 i guess we have to talk about the clipper fiasco which was ridiculous and just so it's just so obviously a slow I mean it was interesting, but just like a slow news day and they just like everyone talked about it yeah. to death yesterday. People, you know, like the the Chris Paul leading them through a secret tunnel or some ridiculous story to yeah. <laughs> Trevor Ariza like trying to beat the crap out of who uh Austin Rivers, who I guess every does everyone in the league hate Austin Rivers? I've never heard a positive story about Austin Rivers. No, I
0: mean, he's like a daddy's boy in the NBA. He's like, what is, What even is this, right? Like.
1: And so I guess moving on from that storyline would be James Harden was my MVP pick before he got hurt. When When is he coming back? You know that? I don't know. I do not. Chris Paul has been working out well. Even when they were both back together, they started without Paul for a month. Yeah. Oh, he's going to return this week, it says. Barring setback, he's going to return Thursday. So James Harden's coming back. Didn't even know that. There was a rumor yesterday. Hey, this time I'm just bringing it up because I just read it. I read it today that uh, Stephen A. Smith said that DeAndre Jordan wants to play for the Rockets. Which, is that even a story? Was, Who cares? I don't know. Yeah. Clint Capella.
0: You've mentioned DeAndre Jordan I more know. than I think anybody's ever mentioned him in a podcast.
1: Clint Capella is already DeAndre Jordan, so if I'm Houston, I'm not going after yeah, him. Yeah, Capella's
0: – I mean, yeah, the Rockets are fun. Chris Paul's beast. Eric Gordon's bombing away. Like, when Harden's healthy, they're obviously great. Um,
1: Chris, Paul's like, so Chris Paul is like we'll great. Chris Paul has been way better than I thought he'd be. He's been awesome. Yeah. Uh, I this, think
0: they are like they're the biggest threat to the Warriors right now for sure. So
1: for sure, they're the. I completely agree with that. That it's them or the Warriors. I want to see them all healthy. The Gerald Green story has been fun. How they just picked him off yeah. the street and now he's averaging sixteen points. This team is averaging one hundred and fifteen points a game. That's insane. that sounds crazy, right? Yeah, that's insane. Uh, is there anything else? I mean, their bench is kind of good, sort of, I guess. Yeah.
0: I think they I mean they, we know what they are they're good and like let's, you know I've got my popcorn ready for a clash in the playoffs
1: Harden is running away was for me running away with the MVP race until he got hurt and if he comes back yeah. and finishes with the way he started he's gonna he'll win it Agreed. he's been awesome Agreed. All right. your Boston Celtics 34 and 11 had that historic how many games did they win in a row like 17 or something crazy yeah something crazy uh Kyrie's been awesome. He's getting MVP consideration. Jalen Brown and Tatum have both been awesome for being like 19 and 20. It's yeah, ridiculous no, how good they're going to be. i My knock on this team, which you can't really say anything about how they've played in the regular season. I mean, they're missing argue you know, you could make the argument that Hayward was supposed to be their best player. Yeah, they're 34 and 11. that's ridiculous. I just worry about them in the playoffs because as much as I love Jalen Brown and I love Tatum, like, they're both awesome and they're going to be incredible. Uh When they're in Cleveland and, like, the playoffs and, like, everyone is watching, I'm a little worried about, like, relying heavily on a 19- and 20-year-old when you're going up against LeBron and it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, that scares me. Yeah, I mean, I don't
0: disagree, but you also have these like seasoned veterans like Al Horford, um, and then Kyrie's played in the biggest, and biggest games. So it's like you have these sort of these leaders who these young guys can look after and sort of be like, okay, they got this. Um, and like I, the fact that Tatum hasn't sort of slipped into a rookie slump yet is sort of promising on that on that stage. Um, I think they're incredibly well coached, and you talk about like young fun benches, like their bench is is awesome. Um, Semi is great. Terry Rozier is like one of our best players. You, he's been unbelievable. For all the,
1: all the years Mello was on the trade block for the Knicks, I was like, I hope they go to Boston, and I want Terry Rozier. Obviously, it was like a bunch of other things, but Rozier was always yeah. the guy I wanted thrown in the trade. No, he and he's awesome. like,
0: he's made that leap, and, they're, and and they're good. And I mean, I think like. You know, even if we get stomped by Cleveland in the playoffs, I think we're sort of ahead of schedule right now with these young guys. Hayward comes back, and I think this team has a very, very, very bright future. Is is Hayward going to
1: return before the playoffs?
0: I don't think so. I think, realistically, it's next season, but, you know, this way, I mean, long-term, I mean, you never, like, it's never good when somebody breaks their leg in half, but, like, the (laughs) fact that Tatum's just been, like, sort of thrown to the wolves and been so good and Jalen Brown has all this extra playing time because he's out. Like, it's definitely good for the long-term development of the team.
1: Those two um, are – I can't say enough positive things about those two. I mean, as young as they are and making no, the an awesome. impact that they are, and they're, like, boys. And it, the Boston future is so freaking bright.
0: You remember that one season, like, the first season the Warriors were good and it was sort of, like, way ahead of schedule and everybody was like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden they won the championship the next year and were great, like – Celtics might be the Warriors of the East right now. I don't think we're going to win it this year, but I think next year it's a real possibility, and I think we have some some dynasty po- possibilities brewing for sure.
1: I Well, I agree with that. I think you're two years away from taking over. Maybe not the league, but just completely taking over the East, because I think you need to give yeah. Brown and Tatum a little bit more time. I think it's going to be really interesting if they're able to keep Marcus Smart, who rightfully yeah. so turned down. I think they offered him, like, a four-year, $50 million extension, and he turned it down. Rightfully so. I love Marcus Smart. It'll be interesting if they can keep him.
0: Well, he's re- not bad he's good.
1: Yeah. What do you think about – have you watched any college basketball this year? Uh, a little bit. If the season ended today – actually, yeah, the Lakers have been on a little winning streak. A week ago, you guys had the number two pick in the draft. But now, I mean, it's so jumbled at the bottom of the league – that the Lakers have won so many games and now the pick goes back to the Sixers. I know this will change a hundred times before the draft, but... Yeah. I mean, you might get DeAndre Ayton, or you might get Trey Young from Oklahoma or whatever. Like, you guys are going to add another superstar young talent. I'm, I'm putting... I like your Warriors comp and the fact that they're, like, gearing up to take over the league. I think they're two years away because I still think they're too young. We'll see what, Hayward, what they look like with Hayward next year.
0: One year. You heard it here first. I mean, yeah. mark it down.
1: All right. All right. Um, and you still think Cleveland's better though. You're picking Cleveland in the playoffs. I I'm, t- I'm taking Cleveland. That was, that was my prediction in the preseason. That's what I'm predicting again. Uh, wrapping things up with the golden state warriors. Another team. If you just turn on ESPN, they talk about them all day. 36 at yeah, nine.
0: What is there even left to say?
1: I mean, Durant and Curry. have kind of split time being injured and it doesn't matter. They're freaking awesome. Their bench is awesome. They, I mean, yeah,
0: the only thing to add is this Jordan Bell kid, the rookie. He's been great.
1: Um, everyone in the world saw be that being great. Like, they like bought that pick for $3 million. He immediately comes in and yeah. is their super high energy guy off the bench. They're averaging 116 points a game.
0: No, they're out of control. I mean, like, Durant, Curry, and Thompson are still getting better. So there's, like, nothing left to say. They're just unbelievable.
1: I said a year ago, I mean, they're guaranteed, I think they're guaranteed three I think they're guaranteed to win this year. They're guaranteed to win next season. And then Clay Thompson's a free agent. So then it will get interesting. If, if, I think they'll keep. Maybe playing. you didn't hear
0: me when I said next year the Celtics are winning it.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think that's going to happen. KD and Curry are still in their prime. But this team is, I mean, this team's winning the finals this year. They're winning the finals next year. And then in 2019. We'll see as they start to stutter a little bit, as Boston starts to regain form, as Porzingis starts to come into his own, and then the Knicks go out and sign a star once Noah's off, and then Frankie Nielakina's killing it. Ooh, the Knicks are going to be there too, dog. Don't look out. Oh boy, nothing else. We just weren't. We just ran through the the, the top fifteen teams in the league. Good timing too. We're under. Th- Perfect, man. Short
0: and sweet. People might actually listen from start to
1: finish. Fingers crossed. Uh, you going. You got any yeah. Super Bowl predictions? You're going to the New England game this week? I'm rooting I mean, for Jacksonville. this is the
0: easiest path ever to a Super Bowl title, so if the Patriots don't win at all, you know, there's to lose.
1: You're, Brady's going to have to go through Bortles and then either Nick Foles or Case Keenum. Like, this Super Pretty Bowl incredible. for me doesn't even like – this will be their least impressive, even if they win it.
0: I'm like saying that the Jags are the best team we've faced all year, so they're not taking them, not taking I've them lightly.
1: never, no, I'm not going to go that far, but I am really rooting for Jacksonville super hard. I, I think Jacksonville's going to win. I'm just saying it right now. You said they're a bad matchup before we even started the pod. I think Ramsey goes off, and I think Brady struggles, and I think Jacksonville wins in an ugly, low scoring game. It's possible. That's probably 100% wrong. And then Is that
0: possible.
1: You're not scared of Minnesota at all?
0: Uh no.
1: All right. There you have it. i us uh, say no. All right. Well so Well, I guess
0: in Minnesota's
1: not great, but Well yeah, it's a home game for them.
0: Oh yeah, my, my God. If care. if
1: Philly wins and New England wins, I just won't. I won't care at all. I'm just going for the food. That's all I'm doing. I'm just like eating so much that I just black out in a food coma at halftime. After JT performs, obviously. Uh, All right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, This has been Two Idiots Talking Sports. You can follow us at Twitter. Two underscore idiots talking. Big Drew, you got anything you want to plug? Timber? Best pizzeria in the country? Bon Appetit Magazine? That's hey, a real
0: You were preaching best pizza in the country long before Bon Appetit. So. That's so true. Predictor Master that at it again.
1: I've been on Timber's bandwagon since you guys were just a blue pizza truck driving around just really? slumming it at, at pizza markets or whatever.
0: You the man, dog. weddings. They,
1: they do everything. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Big dude. Thanks that, for coming. We got
0: that new bagel concept coming. Call your mother. Stay we're, tuned. You
1: are, where is that going to be? It's like
0: six blocks south of Timber, so you get your breakfast and lunch, you call your mother, you walk up to Timber, get your Timber for dinner.
1: Is that near
0: Howard? Say what? Near Howard? Yeah, it's like just up the block from Howard U.
1: That's going to be sick. I didn't know that. You got the bagel spot. What's the time? When is it opening?
0: We're aiming for April, so it's an aggressive timeline, some, you know, DCRA has to... That's D.C. regulatory affairs office has to, you know, be nice to us. But if all things fall our way, we're in for April, so stay
1: tuned. I'm going to a wedding in D.C. in June. So I just need it open by then so I could hit it we early. Because after stay that, no I don't know when I'm coming back to D.C., so I need it to be in June. Say no more. Uh, that's tight. I can't wait. Call your mother. Timber Pizza taking over D.C. Big Drew, thanks for joining you. us.
0: All right, hey, love you, buddy. Love um, you too, I'm big glad dog. To glad to do this. This is
1: fun. Two idiots talking sports. We out. Peace. Peace. Sure
0: down, good Lord. With the two idiots talking sports. Strictly, men they just play around, cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound. It's Z to A, C, D, C to Cali can't get them out of your mind no they talk about the sports all the time